This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thanks for shining on today. We are going to look at the lies we tell ourselves, and we are going to find ways to belong and create community. We've got something for people who love to garden, and you're going to meet a crazy angel lady who just wants to heal you. But we're going to start now with Jonathan Robinson, author of More Love, Less Conflict, and host of the Awareness Explorers podcast. Jonathan's got some easy practices to move towards peace and happiness today. One of the things the Dalai Lama does is he does three acts of kindness every day that take under a minute. And actually, studies show that being kind to a stranger or friend will increase your own happiness level more than any other activity. While you're helping someone else, you're actually helping yourself. Yeah, kind of works that way. All right, and you have, as your Awareness Explorers podcast shares, three methods for quickly quieting your mind, and these are according to science. So let's hear what you have to say about that. One that people can do right now as I'm talking is imagine you can breathe right through the center of your chest. You know, we're also mental, and and do this as I'm talking, but literally take some deep breaths right into the center of your chest, and then think of a person or an animal or a child that you have great affection for, you know, somebody that you really care about, and remember a special time with this being and feel your love for them. Just feel that for a moment and breathe that in and feel your gratitude for them. And when you do this for just a minute or two, it totally changes your brain waves. It totally de-stresses you. It actually affects your blood chemistry for up to five hours by doing it for two minutes. That's amazing. So luckily, there's all these really simple methods. That's one of them. Imagine, you know, we're all very aware of our experience. You know, awareness is what gives us the gift of life. Could you try to not be aware? How would you do that? That just hurt my brain. (laughs) Try to not be aware. Well, when you do that, you realize you kind of come to the present moment. How can I not be aware? Well, then you realize that you are awareness in a certain way, and that brings you to the present moment really quickly. So these little games or or things to quiet our mind very quickly and open our heart are really the key to a life where you're not so stressed and you're enjoying yourself. But most people don't know these things, and once they find something that works for them, then they have a friend for life. You know, it's funny. It's like when you say don't think of a blue turtle or whatever, and then, of course, that's all you can think of is a blue turtle. When you said try not to be aware, I became completely aware of awareness, not just, like, in my head, but all over. Like, exactly, exactly. Like a huge antenna for awareness. That's a great trick of the mind, and we need all the help we can get nowadays. And the great thing about that is how long did that take? It took 10 seconds. And in 10 seconds, you were able to kind of alter your consciousness without uh, having to take any drug. All right. I'm stealing all these things for my next retreat. Now, you were depressed as a teen? Very. I was suicidal as a teen. And, um, you know, I lived in a... I I had the blessing of a difficult childhood. So uh, I was so shy that I really couldn't even talk to people. And the way I got out of it 
sometimes the way to do that is you go into it. A friend of mine challenged me to get rejected by 10 women in one hour because at age 17, I'd never been on a date. Some, sometimes strange things will help you. So, you know, by facing my fear of rejection head on, I was able to see that it wasn't so bad and I could handle it. Right. While I tried to get 10 rejections, yeah. eight women... Um, decided yes? to give me to give me said yes right I didn't expect that like wait, you're kidding me you really want to go out or, you know oh my gosh that's so funny I just kept on going until I was getting my tenth rejection but it became oh. very hard to get rejected because uh, you know by now I'm feeling kind of confident and good I actually had to act like a jerk in order to get my final rejections otherwise I, I uh, couldn't you know, satisfy the bargain. Complete the task. Now, this friend that invited you to do that, I mean, are they a world-renowned psychologist now? Uh, actually, they are a CEO of a company. They, they became very successful, you know, because one of the things about that person is that he was always looking to see how to help people. And when you are doing that, uh, you tend to be pretty successful in life. Yeah. You know, we had a guest on a couple of weeks ago, Steve Farber, who said, you know, in business, it may seem counterintuitive, but the way to get ahead is to help other people. So we just keep coming around back to that. All right. Technology is uh, something we can use to feel more peaceful. Tell me about that. Well, nowadays, millions of people are using uh, meditation apps and things on their phone to help them. Uh, you know, people might know of one called Headspace or Calm or Insight. And these have like hundreds of guided meditations ranging from two minutes to two hours uh, that you basically can get for free. And you just take a five-minute break. You listen to somebody guide you in a meditation, and it really can help. And In fact, in the um, podcast I do, Awareness Explorers, we guide people into meditations that are kind of unique, and people get to experience stuff where, you know, the feedback we get is like, that was like a drug trip, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would you put in that meditation? It is pretty amazing what the human mind and spirit can do. It is amazing. We are talking to Jonathan Robinson, author of More Love, Less Conflict, and also the host of Awareness Explorers. That's a podcast you can find many places, including uh, awarenessexplorers.com. So now, an awakening, something we can experience in under three minutes. Tell us about that. We are always aware of something. That's what makes us human and makes us hear the feeling like I just got here. So people can imagine... You imagine that you erased your legs, like you had a big eraser, and that you erased your legs, and then you erased your pelvis, and, you know, actually imagine it, erased your stomach and back area, erased your one arm, and a lot of times people feel like they are in their head, but in a way, we're not in our head, we are awareness, so imagine that you could erase your head, what would be left? Well, you'd still hear sounds, you'd still hear my voice, you'd still see things, In a way, we are this awareness. And if you have thoughts that keep you from being aware of the present moment, try to erase your thoughts and just be here now as a quiet awareness that's watching. That awareness by itself is very, very peaceful, very, very loving. So when we just let go of all our worries, thoughts, stories, sense of things that we have to do, things that we shouldn't have done, whatever it is, and we're just here in this moment, that's where peace is. And it's like a muscle. The more you practice it, the stronger it gets. 
Jonathan Robinson of the Awareness Explorers. That was fun. I'm totally using those in the future. And speaking of just that, I'm starting up a monthly circle of support Monday nights at Mariondale in Ossining, 6.30 to 7.45, starting this Monday night. So whatever you're looking to do, let's do it together. A little meditation, conversation, exploration. Casey.co has more. Would love to see you. Now, imagine waking up before dawn to put on a costume and go dance with strangers. Daybreakers, just another way to have a tribe to belong to. And belong is the title of of Radha Agrawal's new book. She's a Daybreaker founder. Yes, Daybreaker is an early morning dance community. We are half a million members strong in 25 cities around the world. So anybody can come and wake up and dance at sunrise on a, in a weekday morning before going to work and dance with reckless abandon um, and self-express um, without alcohol, without substances, and, and make new friends. People get up before the sun and they go and dance with abandon? <laughs> they sure do. And it was a really wild, zany idea that we had almost five years ago now. But it turns out that because we're so lonely, we, we really want places to connect meaningfully that aren't around getting drunk at happy hour, you know, and, and we want to move our bodies. And, and so as women, of course, there isn't very many places for us to dance with reckless abandon without feeling sort of uh, unsafe. And so the idea was, how can I create a safe space both for women and men to come come and self-express, to connect with themselves, to dress up in costumes before going to work. So can you imagine how happy their workday will be when you just danced and, and wore, you know, a, an animal onesie before going to work? And what's, cool, <laughs> what's cool is that we have little kids and Jane Goodall has been a daybreaker as well. So it's across all age groups, parents, grandparents, we've had four generations come. It's a wonderful intergenerational community too with the idea that, you know, we have spent too much time putting ourselves in boxes. I'm a millennial. I'm a Gen Z, I'm a Gen X, and I'm a so-and-so, and, you know, we're all human. So the idea is to create a space where everyone can dance, connect, whether, regardless of your age, gender, shape, size, whatever, you know, totally inclusive space. Yeah. How did it happen? You know, we were we were great community people not that long ago, not that many decades ago. We lived with grandma and grandpa, and we had community and cousins and, and you know, parties at the firehouse and then it seems very quickly we all went inside and closed the door absolutely so a few things happen one is social media there's a direct relationship between social media coming into the world and our isolation we are now focusing on ourselves more than each other when studies have shown clearly that we are happiest when we're serving others when we're bringing food to the party when we're you know bringing sort of music to to our community members but instead we're focusing on how many followers we have how many sort of likes we're getting on our pictures how many more sort of lunch kind of food pictures can we take, you know, um, to get more people to, to watch our, our our personal channels. And what's happening is that we, we are being reprogrammed to focus on things like that are giving us dopamine rushes. We, you know, we're, we're just animals at the end of the day, right? So we, you know, we have been programmed by the developers out there who know that if we hear the dopamine rush of ding on our phone, that's actually a, an animalistic rush that makes us say, oh, you know, I'm no longer, I'm out of this conversation, I'm 
into my phone now. Something just dinged, and someone will look into my phone. It's a slot machine uh, in Vegas, right? right? So we are taking away from, from our personal connections into our phones, and what's happening is that we're getting more and more addicted to it without realizing it. So all of a sudden, we're in bed with our partners, we're at lunch with our best friends, and we're looking at our phones. We're It's unbelievable how many times we go to lunch um, and see people sort of on their phones and not talking to each other. And mm. so it's, it's becoming an epidemic and, and it, it's, it's directly related to our social media. Um, In all of the words that you just said, you also touched on the secret of life. You said, we are happiest when we're serving others. When we're bringing Absolutely. the food to the party, we are happiest. That is in our human nature, too. We feel our own self-worth and our own, I say, divinity when we're serving others. Absolutely. And that's really how you nurture community, right? So um, in my book, Belong, I talk about how to make friends. But then once you've made your friend, how do you keep that friend, right? So I think we forget. It's so easy to sort of sometimes go out and say, oh, great, I just met someone new. But then how do you actually go and keep that friend and nurture that relationship and have a friend that lasts for years and years and years? And um, here are some examples of how to do that. It's eating together is one example. Being present and listening, actually putting your phone down on silent. Anytime you're out with a friend, put your phone away and be present and listen. The biggest service we can give our friends and our community is actually our ears, is our listening skills. And if we can just do that effectively, we'll have a friend for life. Belong is Rada Agrawal's book. And if you'd like a chance to win a copy, email me from the website casey.co. So, what kind of lies do you tell yourself? Something to think about. A Course in Miracles says it's one big lie that causes all the problems. That's coming up next. Have alcohol or drug dependence made your life or the life of someone you love unmanageable? For more than 100 years, St. Christopher's Inn has been the place where men in crisis find hope. Located in Garrison, New York, St. Christopher's Inn is a residential shelter and substance abuse treatment center where no man is turned away because of race, religion, or ability to pay. If you or someone you know needs to find a way out of addiction, call us at 800-424-0027 or visit our website at stchristophersin.org. Hi, it's Casey. If you ever want to take an intense, life-changing journey, read A Course in Miracles. It takes a year. There's a lesson to do every day. I owned the book A Course in Miracles for over 20 years before I could commit to the daily challenges, but it's the best thing I've ever done. Now, according to A Course in Miracles, we tell ourselves that we are disconnected from spirit, and that's a great big lie. And there are others. The top 10 lies we tell ourselves and how to stop living them by Dr. Dana Morocco is what we have up now. Dana, who has a PhD in psychology from Purdue, says on some level, we know we're lying to ourselves about being disconnected from source. We really are doing this unto ourselves, and that's a hard pill to swallow. But at the same time, that means that we can totally change this ourselves, our our entire outlook, and it can affect ourselves, our inner circle, and everyone, really. It can serve humanity on a large scale. So I do these exercises in each chapter to really dig at the root cause, and I do use my psychology background for those. And then at the end of each chapter, I have a little challenge, and I kind of joke around, you know, and make it just a 24-hour challenge. Like, for example, one of the lies is there's not enough of anything to go around, so take your share by any means possible. The challenge would just be to, can you really believe that that's not true for 24 hours, just 24 hours, and then after then you can go back to believing it. 
So I think it's just kind of a fun way to let it sink in. And I do encourage that readers just do one lie a day for 10 days to turn it into a 10-day program just for better assimilation because this does take time to get through our barriers. Page 117, line number five, you have a, uh, a heading here that says, I am the assassin I am hiding from. Yes. Wow. You went right to maybe the deepest hidden um, beliefs that we have is that, you know, we feel responsible for the separation from our source. Not only that we are separate, but we do feel personally responsible. And of course, we're going to hide that. Right. And so I kind of had to admit to myself that, you know, maybe maybe I am behind this. And if I'm the one holding the gun, I can certainly put it down. So it's kind of a crazy uh, revelation. So if the lie, according to A Course in Miracles, if the lie we believed is that we're separate from each other and separate from our creator... And we feel guilty, is, is that what you're saying? And we feel responsible for believing that lie? Is, am I understanding that right? Yes, we feel responsible and we, we hide this guilt. It's, it's unconscious, but it does kind of call the shots. And uh, The Course in Miracles is kind of about revealing this unconscious guilt. And to me, that's how it's different from... Because you can say that A Course in Miracles is very similar to teachings in Buddhism, you know, similar ideas like the world is an illusion, but where I think the Course gets maybe even to helping us identify it even further to a point where we can say, ah, that's it. You know, when I heard the word guilt, I just knew, yes, that's the word I've been looking for. That's what I need to call it to be able to look at it and dissolve it. And really, that's all it takes to dissolve it is to look at it and realize that, you know, if it was never really possible to separate from our source, then why am I carrying this guilt around and why does it keep popping up and playing out in my life and do I need this? The top 10 lies we tell ourselves and how to stop living them. Dr. Dana Morocco, based on A Course in Miracles. If you'd like a chance to win a copy of Dana's book, email from the website casey.co. And would you please follow the Shine On podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. And you can sign up for the Shine On newsletter, too, on the website. Okay, we've got the crazy angel lady on the way. But first, a quick trip to the garden with Tova Martin. She has a couple of ideas for us to engage with nature this season. Autumn is a really fast-paced season visually. Also, your sense of smell. It changes day to day. This is the season more than any other season that you really, every day is slightly different than the day before. You look out and all of a sudden something is like raging red. Or right now I'm looking out at my garden, the asters are just green at this point. In a week or two, they're going to be bright blue. So you can do so much. You know, the book has so many ideas for what you can do to make the experience just more exciting for yourself. Also, I mentioned smell. Do do you ever really go out and smell, you know, the autumn has this wonderful musky, kind of wood smoky, mushroomy, leaf litter type of smell that no other season has. Autumn has a glow that no other season has. And, you know, you can sort of look, it's like somebody took a flashlight and illuminated certain of your plantings. You can look out at your garden and learn learn to be a better gardener by looking, smelling, touching touching flowers, really applying your nose, smelling what foliage smells like. What will that do for you? What will that do for you? That will make your life so much fuller. This is such a, a fulfilling experience that you become, not only do you become a better gardener, but you really become a better steward of the earth. Yeah. You learn what you can do to help insects, birds. I learned so much. I would say to everybody, if you're going to have one garden ornament, 
have a bird bath. Oh. I am surprised at how often the birds need to take a bath in the autumn. All right, so we're going to get the bird bath. That's number one today. And one more small thing we could do today to improve our joy throughout the fall and, and winter season. Um, plant a tree. Plant a tree. Plant a tree because even when it's small, they perch on it. When it's larger, they nest in it. And insects use it on a really large um, base. You'd be surprised how many insects appreciate tree trees and tree tree foliage and tree flowers. So plant a tree. Tova Martin. And she sent us a couple of her books, The Garden in Every Sense and Season. Really pretty. If you'd like the chance to win a copy, email me from the new website, casey.co. We're back with another Shine On guest after this. It's a great time of year to be outdoors, enjoying local streams and rivers. We assume these waters are safe and clean, but for the most part, no one knows. That's a problem, one we can do something about. The Isaac Walton League of America can help us get started. From stream cleanups to simple water quality tests, visit iwla.org slash radio today. That's iwla.org slash radio. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for shining on today. Did I tell you I got my life coach certification this summer? I did. And Monday night, I'm hosting a life coach circle at Marion in Ossining. What do you want to do? Lose weight? Find a new job? Unleash your creativity? Bring it to the circle. We'll have some exercises and ideas to help you along your path. Sign up at Casey.co. Okay, now it's time to meet the crazy angel lady, who is really not crazy at all. She's an energy healer who's been doing great work for decades, and she's starting an angel healing circle next month in Armonk. Meet Robin Muller. Who does she work for? I take all the angels I can get, but mostly it's Archangel Michael, which is the protector, um, Archangel Raphael, the healer. So those are the two that are the main um, main ones for me, because I do a lot of healing work, and I do a lot of interdimensional help for people. So those are the two main ones and everybody thinks I'm crazy so for me it's like okay I'm okay with that because I believe so strongly that this is so needed in the world today that I am willing to work with the angels if two people come to my healing circle I will work with the two people if one person comes there I will work with the one person I believe so strongly in what I see and and who I connect to and what they tell me that I have great faith in that. I see miracles happen in my office with clients and one that I speak about very, very often is a woman who had a, uh, a very rare cancer and she did a lot of work with this and they gave her six months clinical trials. She went on a healing tear basically. She asked me if I could help her, and I said, I've never done that before, but I will be, sh- I will surely try, you know. So she would come to me once, uh, once a week, and, you know, we work through the first year, we work through the second year, we work through the third year, work through the fourth year and the fifth year until she was five years totally clear of it. Mm. And that's a documented thing. What can happen is miraculous. And I also have another client. She was on nine different medications. She had arthritis, and she was on Remicade. And she came to me, and she wanted to heal. She wanted to do her work, you know, and she didn't want to be on all these medications. 
and she was very one of my very first clients. She's been in, on my healing table twice a week for 22 years, 22 or 23 years. And she's doing fabulous. She's golfing every single day, and she's having a great life. So, you know, she had an addictive son. We worked on that. So there is so much out there, Casey, that people really need to understand. Go to a healer. You know, go to a good healer, a referred healer. Don't get stuck in the psychic, intuitive, I need to know my future thing, because that's not what it's all about. It's all about honestly connecting with a different dimensional space that people can't really see, and they're not, it's not no to them because it's not physical right it's there for them I know it's there for them and I know it works so my job because I work for them is to help them connect with more people and that's what they said to me they said the world needs more healers and it can't only just be now one one person at a time although I still do that I know I'm not crazy so I'm okay with that I talk to angels and they're they can do wonders the um, results speak for themselves and that's what I tell the angels, the results will speak. You take care of that part. I'll take care of the physical part and open the space, advertise it, and then you do the work. Let them show you. It's not for me to show them. It's for the angels to show them and to connect with them, and I truly believe they can. Robin Muller, an intuitive healer and author, hosting an angelic healing circle in Armonk, Friday, October 5th. You'll need more information, and you can find that at spiritinside.net. That's an angelic healing circle October 5th at Whipperwill Hall in Armonk, spiritinside.net. And I'll post all the information about all of today's guests up on the website, kacey.co. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate your company. Hope to see you soon, like Monday night in Mariondale for our coaching circle. Our thought for the day is from Italian writer, director, and actor Luciano Di Crescenzo, who said, We are each of us angels with only one wing, and we can fly only by embracing each other. Shana. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.